And all of God's people said, Grab your Bibles, remain standing for just a moment. Turn with me to Matthew chapter number 14. Matthew chapter number 14. If you, you've got a lesson or outline today, there's a typo. It says Matthew 24. Uh, it should say Matthew 14. So just go ahead and write 14 right there. Uh, we'll get to 24 directly. <clears throat> We're back in Matthew. Uh, this is where we stopped when, when the corona uh, hit and, and we began to uh, try to address situations there. So we're back in our routine, uh, back in Matthew. This is where we stopped. If you remember, I don't know if you can. Uh, I can't remember past Thursday, uh, but uh, this is where we stopped. We stopped with the parables and, uh, and, and it's amazing. It's amazing how, how God's word is timely. Very, very timely. And I want to do this. I want to do this. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not here to, to win any political points. I'm not here to uh, make you feel good. I, I'm, I'm just here to preach the book. That's it. And uh, I, need you to, I need you to do something. I need you to do something today. You remember that, remember that song we used to sing as a kid? It's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Uh, this is not the message that you need to say, well, I know who needs to hear this one. Are y'all with me? Yeah. We need to all, we need to all examine ourselves, examine ourselves. It's very easy. It's very easy to allow our past and our circumstances and our experiences to skew the way we see things. I may see things different than you see them because my experiences may be different than your experiences. Does that make sense? The way, the way I see things, uh, I have a, a, one of my daughter's friends uh, who happens to be a boy. <clears throat> he, <laughs> you got to word that right, amen. He is, he is terribly afraid of, of, of the dog at the house. And uh, he had an experience one time. And so that, that, that forms the way he sees that dog. Right. I don't look at the dog that way because I haven't had the experience he had. Right. Are y'all with me? Amen. And it's amazing how we can dismiss somebody else's view of things because our experience is not their experience. And so I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say my experience is right and your experience is wrong. And the way I see things is right and yours is wrong or the, the way you see things is right and the way I see things is wrong. We want to discount all that today. Today, I want to do this. We're going to look at three different people. Actually, we're going to skim one, focus on one and skip the other because <clears throat> we're not going to have time. All right. Maybe we'll get the other next week. I, I don't know. But, but I want you to do this today. And it's going to be hard. I'm going to tell you. I'm going I'm to tell you. It's going to be hard not to allow your experience, your opinions, your philosophy, your view of things to skew. I want you to do this. Look through Jesus' eyes. Right. And the title says, people we meet in life. And we're going to look at three different groups of people. But, but I, I wanted to add this. I want to look at these people through Jesus's eyes. Yeah. 
Because if I look through Jesus' eyes, it's not going to be skewed by my experience. If that makes sense, say amen. amen. Now let's read. Let's read. The Bible says in Matthew 14, if you're there, say amen. amen. And at that time, Herod the Tetrarch heard of the fame of Jesus. And he said unto his servants, this is John the Baptist. He's risen from the dead. And therefore mighty works do show forth themselves to him. For Herod had laid hold on John and bound him and put him in prison for Herodias' sake, his brother Philip's wife. For John said unto him, it is not lawful for thee to have her. And when he would have put him to death, he feared the multitude because they counted him as a prophet. But when Herod's birthday was kept, the daughter of Herodias danced before them and pleased Herod. Whereupon he promised with an oath to give whatsoever she would ask. And she being before instructed of her mother, said, give me here John Baptist's head in a charger. You know, the man that was born of woman, no greater. Said, kill him, take his head off and bring it to me. And the king was sorry, nevertheless, for the oath's sake. And them which sat with him at meat, he commanded it to be given her. And he sent and beheaded John in the prison. And his head was brought in a charger and given to the, to the damsel, and she brought it to her mother. And his disciples came and took up the body and buried it and went and told Jesus. And when Jesus heard it, he he departed. He departed thence by ship into a desert place apart. And when the people had heard thereof, they followed him on foot out of the cities. And Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion toward them and healed their sick. And when it was evening, his disciples came to him saying, this is a desert place. Time is now past. Send the multitude away that they may go into the villages and buy themselves victuals. And Jesus said unto them, they need not depart. Say it with me. Give ye them to eat. And they say unto him, we have here but five loaves and two fishes. He said, bring them hither to me. And he commanded the multitude to sit down on the grass and took the five loaves and the two fishes looking up to heaven. And he blessed and break and gave the loaves to his disciples and the disciples to the multitude. And they did all. Don't forget all. Don't forget all. Bless God, not some of them, all of them. And were filled. They got all they wanted. And they took up the fragments that remained, 12 baskets full. And they had eaten, and they that had eaten were about 5,000 men besides women and children. And most Bible scholars estimate between 15,000 and 25,000 people. When you count wives and women and children and everybody. Are y'all with me? Amen. Let's, let's pray. Lord, thank you for your blessings. Thank you for your goodness. I don't deserve to be here. I'm not even worthy to be here. But God, I'm here. And I need you. I need your presence. I need your direction. I need the Holy Spirit to give me unction from on high. Lord, I don't want to ever say anything I shouldn't. And I don't want to ever skip something I should. And Lord, I pray that you'll fill me with your wisdom and your guidance and your word. And God will thank you for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. You may be seated. I've struggled this week, to be honest with you, and, and it's amazing because I've talked to several pastors that struggled the same way. And I'm reading, I'm reading these verses because that's where we are. You know, we've been going through, through the book of uh, Matthew because we've, been, we've started a series on the New Testament. And, and uh, this is, I went back and I said, well, if we're going to get back in the routine, if we're going to get back to 9 and 11, uh, 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 we're going we're gonna to just go back and get back in our routine and get back to studying our normal uh, uh, chapter. So I went back to chapter 14 where we had left off uh, last time. And uh, I began to read and, and, and the more I read, the more I read, the more I thought about the world events and I thought about our country and the situation that we're in. And, 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 and I, I begin to see things uh, through the lens of what we're dealing with and what we're going through. And, and, uh, and, and, and I, I tried to explain this to Brother Dustin uh, one day this week. I said, here I am. I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward at, at the scriptures and trying to focus on the scriptures. But out of my peripheral vision... I'm seeing the, the, the events that we're dealing with and the struggles that we're having in our country and our communities. And, 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 and I, I'm, I'm worried and I'm nervous. I don't want to ever get distracted from the scriptures. Are y'all with me? But do you know when you see something in your peripheral vision, it'll, it'll cause you to focus on that. And I said, there's one thing, there's one thing of focusing on what's in your peripheral vision and trying to use the scriptures to address this. And that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm not a, I'm not a social justice warrior. That's not what I am. I'm a preacher of the gospel. And, and I'm glad there's justice in the gospel. Amen. Amen. And I, I promise you this. I promise you this. I'm not trying to address the issues of the, of the country. I'm trying to preach the word. Amen. Now, if they just happen to land on the issues of the country, so be it. And so I just want you to understand that before I even go into any of this and, and, and understand that God is on time. We see three different groups of people in this particular chapter. If you read the whole chapter, I'm not going to do it for sake of time. But, but if you read this whole group, you, you see three different groups of people. We're going to look at the wicked. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. Herod and Herodias are unbelievably ultra wicked. The people are wicked for letting them do what they did to John the Baptist. Amen. All right. And then we see the weary. We see the weary. And I'll explain that in just a minute. This second group that he deals with when he feeds the thousands of people. And then you see the disciples out on the storm and that's the worry. All right. That's the worry. Uh, they are. They, they see him think it's a spirit and they're scared to death. Now, let me ask you a question. Now, think about this a lot. Think about this a lot. Uh, it, it, when you look at the lens and go out and look into our world, do we see wickedness? Yes. Do we see weariness? Yes. Do we see worry? All three of these groups of people. We deal with these groups of people. We, we work with these groups of people. We face this all around us. You see the wicked all around us. You see the weary all around us. You see the worried. And, and, and so what I want to do is spend a little bit of time on the wicked, a whole lot of time on the weary. And, 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 and I'll just tell you the worried. And if we get to them, we get to them. If not, whatever, we'll just do what God leads in this way. But I want you to see these people as Jesus saw them and react to the people like Jesus reacted. Are y'all with me? Now, if there's anything that we can do, you know, sometimes I look at, I look at current events and I feel helpless and I'm thinking, what can I do? Well, I can do whatever Jesus did. That's what I can do. Are y'all with me? 
And so here's what I want to do. The first point we see is the wicked. I, I researched and researched and looked at uh, uh, this particular group of people, the Herodian dynasty. And, and it's amazing how, how ungodly and wicked this group of people were. Uh, they have John Baptist arrested because he's preaching the truth and he got in their face with the sin that they were committing. Not only were they committing adultery, they were committing incest. Uh, Herodias was, Herodias was married to an uncle and then she left that uncle and married the brother of that uncle. So now she's married to another uncle. Are y'all with me? And it's completely against the law of God and completely against the scriptures. And, and John is saying, this is not right. What you're doing is not right. What's he doing? He's standing for truth and he's preaching truth. And he's arrested. He's arrested. What do they do? They're trying to silence God's voice. They are silencing God's messenger and silencing God's voice. He was a voice crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. He came out in the power of Elijah, full of the Holy Ghost and power. And he is the messenger of Christ. He's the messenger of God with the message of God. And they hated it. The Bible says that men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. And they wanted to silence the voice of God. Silence the messenger of God. And by the way, they were successful. They were successful. Wicked, wicked, wicked. Listen, what did Jesus do? What did Jesus do? Now, let me, let me, let me, let's apply this. Let's apply this. Listen, kneeling on somebody's neck till they can't breathe and die is wicked. Hating somebody for the color of their skin is wicked. Hello, burning down businesses and looting and stealing and robbing is wicked, wicked. Now, let me, let me, let me go ahead and inform you of something. Till Jesus returns, there's going to be wicked people. You cannot legislate out wickedness. You cannot bring more laws and stop wickedness. As long as you have people on this earth, there is going to be wickedness. Are y'all with me? Now, now, I can't stop wickedness. I can't, I can't make it to cease to exist. Now get this people, get this. Wickedness will exist for the, the, the duration of humanity on this earth. And by the way, when Jesus comes and rules with a rod of iron, there'll still be wicked people because at the end of the thousand year millennial reign, there's going to be another uprising. And and even in a perfect atmosphere with a perfect leader, are y'all with me? You know why? Because man at his core is deceitfully wicked. Our heart is wicked above all things according to scripture. So what do we do? What do we do? The Bible says when Jesus heard of this, When Jesus heard of this, now I'm just staying biblical, all right? When Jesus heard of this, he departed. If you want to know what to do, here's the first thing. There's separation. I I cannot cause evil and wickedness to cease to exist, but I can separate from it. 
I can separate from it. I can listen uh, the Bible. You know what the Bible even says? The Bible even says that we're not only to not do evil. We're not to even do what appears to be evil. Are y'all with me? So I can separate. Now, I'm not going to spend much time on it, but I'm going to apply it. Not only that, but we see silence. Silence. Write this down. Do y'all see anywhere in that chapter? Y'all see anywhere in that chapter where Jesus pitched a fit about the wickedness? I'm just asking. Did he post on social media about how he felt about it? Mm -mm. Watch this. Watch this. Do y'all know that there was a time when Jesus went before Herod in his trial? Before his crucifixion? Y'all remember? Watch this. Watch this. Luke 23, 8 and 9. And when Herod saw Jesus, this is the same one that killed John Baptist. And when Herod saw Jesus, he was exceeding glad for he was desirous to see him of a long season because he had heard many things of him and he hoped to have seen some miracles done by him. Then he questioned with him in many words, but he talking about Jesus, but he come on, come on. What did Jesus do? Silence. Silence. When Jesus heard of this, he departed. He separated. He did not focus on the wicked. He didn't. You can't see anything where they said anything in this chapter. Not one single thing. Not one. I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. Not one thing. Silence. When it comes to the wicked, when it comes to the wicked, listen, let's let God handle it. All right. Now we have the weary. I'm going to come back to the wicked in the silence. Now we have the weary. The Bible says Jesus is there. He gets away. He needs some rest. He needs to kind of recuperate a little bit. Uh, The Bible says that they didn't even have time to eat. They were so busy ministering and serving and healing and helping. And and so Jesus tries to get away for a a time of refreshment and and recuperation. Uh, But the people are so broken and the people are so needy and the people are are needing help in such a bad way. They come around and they, they come by foot. He goes across the sea. And by the way, uh, Griggs, that's where we was at on the Sea of Galilee. And when we, where we went out on the water is the same place and straight across. So they went around the top side and they get to Jesus and the Bible says Jesus saw the multitude and he had compassion on them. And this is what Jesus, this is what it says. They were like sheep having no shepherd. They were weary. Now watch this, watch this. Now, Hear me, hear me. In what you see, in what you see on TV and what you see in our cities today, there's two groups of people out in the streets. There's some wicked 
And there's some weary. There are people that are wicked and they have an agenda. It's anarchy. And it's wicked. Period. No doubt about it. No questions asked. It's wicked. You harm innocent people, violence and all of that. It's wicked. It's wicked. It's wicked. But then you have people that's just weary. They've had experiences that majority of people in here, you've never had. They've gone through things that you never have. And they're at a place they don't know what else to do. And they're weary. But do you know what I'm seeing? Do you know what I'm seeing? Listen, it's amazing how social media has peeled back the layers and has let people see what's really there. I'm seeing all the focus on the wicked and completely ignoring the weary. We post about what we don't like. We post about what we don't agree with. We post about this and about that and about that. And we post memes. We post, <laughs> we post numbers and percentages that we don't even know is accurate. They just own the internet. And all of our focus is on the wicked. When it came to the wicked, what was Jesus? But do you know what he saw? Come on. He chose. Say it with me. He. Come on. He chose not to focus on the. But to spend his time with the. I'm going to. I'm going to cut home right here. I tell you what, they ought not be looting and they ought not be stealing. They ought not be doing all this. They ought to do it peaceful. Really? (laughs) Kind of like the kids were in in the depot park. And I saw people criticizing them. They need to get a job. They don't have a clue. Blah, 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 blah. Now, which do you want? I I mean, you're going to have to make up your mind on this deal. Or do you just want them to shut up? No, I, don't, I don't need no help. I'm, listen, we're revealing what's really here. Now, listen, I don't want them kids to shut up. If they feel that way they feel, I want them to be there. That's their right. And because they have that right, I have the right to be here. And if I take away their right to speak theirs, then it's going to take mine and you can't come hear me preach no more. The last I checked, we're still in America. Be careful. Be careful. Watch this. It's amazing how all this. The Bible says that Jesus saw the multitude. Now, let's look at this. I told you I want to see things through Jesus' eyes. All right, Jesus chose not to focus on the wicked. Didn't say a word about it. Just departed from it. All right, let's focus on the weary. Let's focus on the hurting. Let's focus on the struggling. Let's focus on those who are in pain. And the problem is, is we can't see them, 
Because of our past experiences and our own prejudices and our own opinions, all we do is focus on them. And we lump, we lump them, the weary, with the wicked. And then we get mad if people call me a racist. I'm not like them. You can't put everybody together. I agree. Then we can't either. Are all cops bad? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Are there some? Absolutely. Shouldn't even have a badge. Should be in prison today. But I'm not going to lump them all in the same. Are all white people racist? No. Are all black people racist? No. But it's amazing to me that we can't distinguish the difference between the wicked and the weary. You know why we don't? Well, anyway. Watch this. We're looking at it through Jesus' eyes. Three things underneath. Three things. First, he saw. He saw. Watch what happens. Jesus sees them. You know who else sees them? You know who else sees them? Say it again. The disciples saw them. But do you know, do you know the disciples saw something different than what Jesus saw? They did. Watch this. Watch this. Look what Jesus saw. Look what's beside on, in your notes. Jesus saw a, come on everybody. Now look, at least fake it for a little while. I, I know you man. And I, I'm telling you, I, I'm mad every time God reveals something in me I don't like. But let's not, let's not go to church and not address. What did David say? Search me, O Lord, and see if there be any wicked way in me. You know what we do, most of us, when we come to church? Oh, God, search them people. What Jesus... Jesus saw a, come on everybody. Jesus saw a, number one, he saw 